I have some very early memories. One was of being about 18 months old. So it was the first winter. No. I can't really remember. Uh, so I was just a toddler. And at the time, my parents and I and my elder sister, Jennifer, lived in a basement apartment, a walkout basement, in Caribou, Maine, across from the old hospital. My mother worked at the hospital. My father worked within walking distance at the power generating plant on the river. But what I remember about this was sitting on the kitchen table, just a toddler, my feet sticking out in front of me, as toddlers do, wearing a red snowsuit. And that snowsuit is memorable because each of my sisters wore it in turn. My father was taking me skating. I had learned to walk at nine months. And as soon as my father could do it, he put me on skates. These were, oh, double runner skates, as they were called. It was like they were punched out of a piece of sheet metal, molded into shape and sharpened and then they had these little red leather straps that went over my white snow boots so there i was sitting in the kitchen looking out the window waiting for my father to get ready and drive us to the ice rink and of course, if you have children or skate, or you have skated yourself in the past, you think of an ice rink as being where you would play hockey. A covered arena with seats and a place to lock up your shoes or your extra outer gear. This was not that kind. It was a level field that was cleared of snow and then layers of ice were built up night after night until it was a smooth opaque surface of white and we skated on rinks like that all my early life I don't think an indoor rink was built in the north until much later, after I had graduated high school. But I loved it. I loved skating. My father taking me out of what was then called a car seat. It was sort of like a little mobile rack that hung over another seat, you know, the car seat itself. and putting my little skates on. And I know Jennifer had an, an identical pair. She was a year older than me. And he would set us up on our feet and take a hand 
of each of us and slowly skate around the rink with us. My father had hockey skates. He had always been an athletic boy and man, and when he had his first two children, he was very excited about getting us out and enjoying the sports that he enjoyed. Skating was one of them, me shuffling my way <laughs> around on these tiny, tiny little skates that were about as big as the palm of my hand now, and just feeling free feeling free when I was finally able to glide on my own. That first winter I could skate. It was so memorable that I still, even though I was, oh, less than two years old, I was skating. I was gliding with the air passing over my face and often snow showers because it snows a lot in northern Maine just about every day when I was a child. So we all just learned to do what we were going to do while it was snowing. But it was my first deep recollection of winter, not just as snow on the ground, just not just as the weather my parents listened to on the radio. It was the sensation of winter, not just cold air, not just a smattering of snow, not just a gray sky overhead, and other children and adults gliding across the ice. But a real sense of being settled into the winter, of being part of winter. And that, I think, was the first magic in my life that I can remember. My first, perhaps, adult thought, my first abstract thought and as I got older and continued to skate and learned to skate on hockey skates and not just little girl figure skates and I learned to play hockey I realized that winter was part of me and I was part of winter it helped to live in this beautiful old-fashioned community where our neighbors all had houses that dated back to the late 1800s with lovely multi-paned windows and window seats, fireplaces, and the snow all around. Sitting with my friends at their house out on what was called the sun porch. It was all windows and wasn't heated. But that didn't matter. We were bundled up into cute Nordic or Norwegian type sweaters and our little stretch ski pants. And we sat there on the porch drinking hot chocolate that was made the old way in a saucepan with milk 
and cocoa powder and sugar, and a pinch of salt because that brings out the deep chocolate taste, and chattering as children will, but just being winter, being settled in, knowing that had become my identity. It still is. I don't live in the North anymore, and I miss it. I enjoy snow. When it snows here in Iowa, I am out in the snow before it's hit the ground. <laughs> I have snowshoes here. I don't have skates. I don't have skis. And I miss that. I miss the, the long, soft, sound of falling snow on the woodland trails or on the beaver ponds where we skated when we were a little older, didn't need supervision, and we could walk to them. And skating on a beaver pond is very different too because the willows and the other small brush trees stick up out of the ice. They're just frozen into the ice. The beavers often remove a lot of it, but not all of it. And this was magical because we could build a fire. Yes, we were like eight or nine years old, but we had been taught how to build fires when we were very young. We carried matches around. So we would build a fire up on the bank drag over some pieces of log to sit on when we wanted to rest and warm our hands and feet. But we skated. We skated like girls skate, holding hands and twirling around. We would snap the whip and we would skate through these long paths of willows and it was a new kind of land. It was a fairyland where we could travel for miles on beaver ponds and streams, frozen solid. And it was fun when we got a little older and boys and girls were becoming interested in partnership and holding hands and maybe skating off through those glorious trails of ice to steal a kiss and giggle a bit and then skate back to where our siblings were. Thank you for listening. I have many more stories to share and I hope you'll join me again.